And I mean, you know, you're you're all right. I like you. I guess you're fine. I, I'm sure. okay. Hang. You're fine to hang out with. I guess you're fine for not an American. Ta- Thank you so much. Actually, I'm technically I'm half American. My mother you're fine for only half an American. Thank you very much. Yeah, I mean, and and you're all right for someone from Connecticut. Between the present and the past, memories held in the walls and earth, energies and entities that cross the barrier into our dreams and our consciousness. That which has been left behind between the living and the dead. I'm Emily. And I'm Joy. And this is Is The the Residuals. Residuals. So here we are. Here we are, just two old ladies with our heat pads <laughs> and our spectacles. <laughs> how you doing, Emily? I'm great, Joy. How are you? I'm all right. Hanging in there. Yeah. 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 Surviving. Happy, happy almost New Year. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Happy almost 2020. Two. 2020 again. Two. Yeah. Oh, 2022. Right. But uh, you know gotcha. what? I'm uh, I'm seeing a lot of memes. Ah. That people are like, oh, but it's 2022. And I'm think trying to think of it that we can maybe have it as 2020 take two. So we, it's a do-over, right? It's so not going we, well already, though. But we're not there yet. We're mm. not there. We've got another few days. We can... Sure. There's time. We can it's a, we can do this. There's plenty of time for the ball in Times Square to fall on everyone. <laughs> Put us out of our misery. That's some Nostradamus shit. And maybe oh. maybe. Um oh wait. Um I'm oh I'm, em- I'm Emily. Hi, I'm Joy. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is, is the residuals. residuals. Yes, the it- ever optimistic light-hearted podcast you all know and love it's like doom scrolling for your ears on facebook yes, at three o'clock so, in the morning i'm sorry everybody just kidding it's just so hard no it's okay <laughs> listen do you know what this actually is this is your favorite one stop shop for true accounts stories of weird shit paranormal stuff unexplainable mm-hmm. whatever kids okay. saying weird things yep Mm-hmm. You name it. We've Deja vu. Got Did it. you see a black cat walk by twice a la The Matrix? Let us know about it. Ooh. <laughs> oh. yeah. I have to watch that movie. I really want to see it. I know. I know. I have to see it too. I um I also really want to go see the new Spider-Man movie. Oh, that would be nice. Yeah, I'd like oh. that. That would be really lovely. It sounds enjoyable. I know. Um we wait. um yes. Listen, I I know I'm just perpetual doom and gloom. Um, we okay. have a lot of of fun things though planned for 2022. Wait, we we do. we do. We have uh we have more scare mail coming. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. have lots more scare mail. We have so much scare mail that we can do topical scare mail, like themes of scare mail at this yes. point. Yes, we can. Um oh, and we'll we have, have 
we have Scamel with Betsy from Why Mummy Drinks and with Kerry from Mumtourage. We will have Scamel with guest readers all over the place. Also, yeah, what? If if you're waiting on an email about scheduling you to be a guest, it's coming soon. It's happening soon. I will be sending out emails. Emily will be sending out emails to everybody that has expressed an interest in telling us their stories. Yes. As a guest on the show. I will say though, sorry, it'll probably more likely be Joy because she has life skills and I don't. Or it'll be after Joy says, hey, Emily, did you send this? And I'll be like, I don't know what you're talking about. What what would that be that you're talking about? No. Sorry. Just very busy. It's okay. Mm. Um, so then the other thing, the other big exciting news for next year is that you will be hearing us more frequently. <laughs> That's right. Right now we do the big episode every other week, every other Wednesday we're here. In between those, we're going to release a little tiny, snacky, bite-sizey, just a little something, something in between the big episodes for you. A little hors d'oeuvre. That's right. Big. Yes. A horror creep, creep. hors d'oeuvre. Oh, yes. A ho- Not a oh. hors d'oeuvre. <laughs> That's a different podcast. Yes. It's a different show. Yes. Um, but yes, we'll have a little snack a rack for you. Um, so every week you'll get to hear our dulcet tones. Oh my God. Just think how many people are so excited right now. I know. How many of you thought that we always <laughs> released it <laughs> weekly <laughs> because we don't, because I don't have the time. I wish I did, but we are going to yeah. start doing that now. Um, so I'm really excited about us. Um, the other super exciting thing. What is it? Is we have our first haunted hotel trip happening possibly while you're listening to this oh my god uh emily's husband is is a gracious wizard that's the only way listen he's a canadian dreamboat (laughs) seriously but you know i will fight anyone who tries to step into that because it's mine he's mine (sighs) he's mine um he got in touch with me before Christmas, uh, covertly. He slid into her DMs. You did in a, say it like that. In no, a in a non-dirty. Just, it doesn't, there's no way. way. That's always dirty. Sorry. He messaged me on Instagram. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We're adults. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Um, and he said that he wanted to book us a night at a haunted hotel. And he said, I was thinking about the Hotel del Coronado. And I got really excited and peed my pants slightly <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> so he like, <laughs> we go over dates and stuff and we're like, okay, what date works? This date works. That date works. Okay, great. And then I get this message from him that just says, wow, you guys are brave. The hotel clerk <laughs> is really scaring me. And I was like, no, <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> Things you shouldn't tell me, but thank you. Thank you, you Canadian wizard. <laughs> he so I found out about it. He gave me this great book for Christmas. It's like okay. Side note: because of ADD, I just found out that one of the symptoms of people who have severe ADHD is the dopamine rush we get 
from giving people presents is bigger than that of opening presents. So it's like the reverse, right? And so I don't really like give a shit about getting presents, but I really love giving I them. I like that too. I it's, love giving presents. Yeah. It's there's yeah. that dopamine rush. You're like, do it, right? open like, it. You're going to be so excited. Right. <laughs> so like normally when I open presents, I'm like, oh my God. And like, it's not that I don't, like I appreciate gifts. I do. I am not that person that like, starts jumping around and screaming and like ripping all the paper and shit like you see on tv like my five-year-old exactly um like mine she's opening it she goes this is what i've always wanted and it's like is it that (laughs) is it but okay um so he gave me this there was this little that there was a little package under the tree and uh and he was like, this is your big present. And I opened it and it's a book. And it is a book about the haunting of the Hotel Del Coronado. And I was just like, this is wonderful. Like, I was oh, so excited because you know me, like, I love the. So many books. Yeah, so many books. You're a librarian. I'm, I'm, I'm a book whore. Um, but it was just like, I was so excited to have this book about this this hotel that you and I had been talking about. And like, that meant a lot to me because that's like my love language. And it's like when your partner listens to things that you say, and it's not like, love me. Yeah. It's not like, (laughs) Oh, here's something that you got at the checkout line. Um, or like, you know, um, in the Oh shit section. And so that was like, I was really touched, but then, you know, anyway, but I didn't know why, what was happening with the trip until I opened it up and there's a letter inside exactly outlining hey you're going to this with joy for a night away in their most haunted room and the stipulation is do not bring anything home with you no she's do not she stays stay. they, stay. they stay but i burst into tears and Aww. i'm not that person that's like <laughs> the only yeah like the only other time i've burst into tears over being given a gift when we got engaged engagement ring and out burst into tears so haunted hotel room engagement rings same same shit same level Uh, i'm gonna say engagement ring maybe yeah which one wait it's a bit but which one is scarier (laughs) the price tag on the engagement ring was terrifying so i would say that is scary okay um no i'm just really excited I'm so excited and I am still in disbelief that it's happening because I found out two days ago and we're going today. We're going when you're listening to it. We'll be there the night of the 29th. Yeah. So nice knowing you guys. Um, (laughs) I I don't know if I'm even going to sleep. I will probably have to sleep with my head under the covers all the way and my feet sticking out on a pillow, just so I make sure I can't open my eyes and see anything weird. I I will be in the fetal position in the middle of the bed under the blanket where my hoodie backwards. I will. (laughs) Yep. It will be pulled tightly around my face, but just while we're sleeping, we are going with like, digital recorders to see if we can get some EVPs and we're bringing some like video equipment and we're Mm -hmm. gonna like see if we can you know like talk to Kate or 
anyone else who's there? Because there's well, more than just yes. her you were saying earlier to me. Because the, the room we're staying in is, oh, hang on a minute. The number? Yeah, no, there's a specific, it's her name. The Kate, wait, the Kate Morgan room? Yeah. Is that what you're talking about? It's room 3327, but it was originally 302. I've had more time to look this up than you. Yes, you have. Because I knew the problem. That's what I just said like four times. Can I just tell you my favorite thing about this? this (laughs) My favorite thing. And I sent you a picture of her and I should have said for anyone listening who who watches what we do in the shadows, the pictures of Kate Morgan. She looks like Nadja from what we do in the shadows. And I'm very excited. Yeah. Maybe for that reason, on top of all of the other reasons. I would love to hang out with Nadia. Me too. <laughs> Nadia's the best, man. Hey. So, uh, so yeah, we're going to be kicking it with uh, the Nadia lookalike. And, like, not just that, though. This hotel is amazingly beautiful. Yes. And, and I found out that one of my favorite people, L. Frank Baum, who wrote The Wizard of Oz. Yes. Uh, stayed there. And wrote three of the Oz books there and designed the crown chandeliers in one of the hotel's rooms after the Cowardly Lion's crown. Yes. And I'm so extra excited about it. I think it's one of the giant dining rooms. It's the big giant dining room. Um, yeah. That he just called those. the crown room or something. Yeah. Yeah. Which would make sense. So. Yeah. So that's what we're going to do. Um, so next month. We'll have all kinds of crazy things to tell you guys about. <laughs> Shit's going down. Yeah. 2022 is so much happening. Yeah. So much. It's very exciting. So exciting. Um, so for now, uh, we have a few stories from the past that we are resurrecting. Um, for this end of the year wrap up so you can listen to us uh, I don't know just go on about some college stories and things like that that happen with Ouija boards and spirits and buildings that burn down and no big deal well yeah we've we've gone through and we picked out some from our first season that maybe some of our new listeners maybe haven't heard. And these are, you know, some of our favorite ones and we wanted to reshare them with you as we leave this year behind us um, before we go into a new year with new bonkers stuff yeah. for us in the show. And like, um, these are the college stories that we have are really like, I feel like they help sort of mold and who we are now Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also, they're, they're good things to like, listen to, to get a really good sense of who we are and what yeah. we're like. <laughs> and, and honestly, yeah, like you're saying, this is the, these, these are a part of the Genesis as to yeah why we're here doing this show, you know, and talking to you about this, this is what piqued our interest. And instead of running away from it, we ran towards it. <laughs> And there's also that really fun part of me telling Emily a story that she's never heard before and having her scream when it gets to a certain <laughs> part. It's always good. Always good. It's my favorite. Sorry in advance for your ear holes. Sorry, ear holes. I don't even know what I'm talking about. Um, I could tell a weird story about um, 
something that happened to me when I was in college. Do. So in in the fall of 1996, Ooh. <laughs> on the cliffs of lovely Aquidneck Island Ooh. in Newport, Rhode Island, I, a young, technically still minor, 17-year-old, went away to college. That's because you're smart. It's because I was born late in the year. Oh. And smart. Well, they Because they could have held you back. Right. They also wanted to skip me. Because you're smart. Two years. You're dumb, dumb. But my mom was smart and said, no, she oh. doesn't need to be 15 going into college. She's fine. I don't know. I would have been down with it. No way, man. I had to have people buy me cigarettes that whole first semester anyway. It would have been like years that they were buying things for me. <laughs> Good point. Um, so uh, I, I went to Newport, Rhode Island uh, for college. I went to Salve Regina University. And they are on the cliff walk there with all the fancy um, mansions that were built by the Vanderbilts and all of it's really it's really nice up there and it's beautiful and Newport Rhode Island is one of my favorite places in the entire world um I moved back to Rhode Island after college um because I loved it so much but when I was there as a 17 year old they had a dorm event with all of the girls in my dorm and it was to have a sleepover in the admissions building of the campus that sounds fun it seemed like it would be fun. Um, I'm going to have to post pictures of the admissions building because it's called Ochre Court. What? Ogre or Ochre? Okay. Okra. 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 I you said ogre, well, like it's no. scary. Oh, okay. No. Uh, Ochre Court. It was built in 1892. Oh, shit. <laughs> and it's amazing. I mean, it, it's so beautiful. But the main hall in there... Um, when you walk in, there's like a staircase to the right, I believe, that goes up, and it's like three very large stories right there. But the whole center hall, um, which has this really grand fireplace, and you can see straight through to the backyard, which looks out onto the ocean. There's just like the cliff at the end of their backyard, and there's the ocean, and it's amazing. Um, but it's three stories straight up in the hall. so. To get to the rooms on the second and third floor, there's like a walkway and a banister, but you can see it's like all open. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm probably doing a shit job of explaining this, but I will put pictures up. So just imagine that all of us girls with our sleeping bags and our stuffed animals and our pillows and whatever other bullshit we had, we trotted ourselves into this beautiful hall (laughs) surrounded by, you know, like stained glass windows and sculptures and artwork and all of this stuff. And we were just going to like bro down and like tell stories and I don't know braid each other's hair yeah so I had I'd heard some ghost stories about the whole campus I mean I could do an entire podcast on Newport and its history and its ghosts it's a a very haunted little place um it was I mean there were pirates and like all kinds of it goes back to like the 1600s and stuff um so there had been, I remember hearing stories about, I think every place has a white lady probably, mm-hmm. but there was a white lady oh my God. in Ochre Court. Um, and I would hear that, you know, she had, you could see her on the stairway going up and down the stairs or you'd see her here or whatever. Um, and we'd all heard these things. I mean, that's, it's like indoctrination into college. Everybody tells each other the ghost stories. 
So now we're all there and we're in our pajamas and I'm looking around and I'm really fucking nervous. I'm super nervous. I can't explain why. I mean, I know that I'm scared because I'm like, ooh, ghosts. But I inexplicably could not look around the building. I was like too scared. I'd like catch myself trying to look at the stairway and then like look away down at the floor again. I was just so nervous. I went outside every 10, 20 minutes to have a cigarette. I was just like, I got to get out of this building. I'm so nervous. I'm so nervous. Do you think now that you've more, you have more of an understanding about how your body reacts to certain situations that like have that, that you could recognize now that maybe it wasn't just fear and that not wanting to look at certain things is because you knew peripherally there was something there? Probably, but I think I was also picking up on just there was a gaggle of fucking teenage girls in one spot like we're all a hormonal fucking mess you know (laughs) whether there's ghosts or not there's just a lot of just frenetic kind of energy right um and it's our first time away and we're all getting to know each other so there aren't too many of us that hate each other yet (laughs) yeah 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 exactly so i kept going outside and sitting on like the back wall um i've actually got a picture of myself and two of my girlfriends Wait, you have a picture from yourself from that night? Yeah, um, I I'll do. need to see yeah, that I have to, to find put it, it on. So, but there's a picture the of me sitting outside um, smoking a cigarette on this wall because that's where I was. Just like I, I couldn't stand being inside. I was just freaked out. I thought I was going to like look on the stairs and see a ghost or like see the white lady herself. And I was just like super freaked. And it started getting a little later on in the night and we would hear movement on the two floors above us. Not on the ceiling because it's all the way open three floors but you could hear doors and like we heard actual chains rattling because the admissions building had these filing cabinets outside in the hallway and they were all chained locked at night Shut the so fuck we're up. hearing all these crazy things and like security knew that we were there so they were coming to check on us um and noises went on throughout the night um we were telling each other ghost stories. We were just talking about whatever. And then you knew it was going to happen. Someone pulls out a Ouija board. No. Stop it. Of course they did. Oh, God. Yeah. And there's a lot of us there. There's a, a whole room full of girls. I think it was our whole, our entire floor. So it was like the entire third floor of, of Miley Hall. Shout out, Salve Regina. <laughs> Um, so we take out this Ouija board and I'm like, in my, my 17 year old wisdom, I'm like, well, I'm not going to touch that thing because it'll just be too much for me, but I'll just stay out here on the circle with everybody else that's surrounding the two people that are actually touching the board. And we're just going to all hold hands and yeah, it got like super serious. (laughs) You can't see my face right now, but my eyes are about to pop straight out of my face and onto the table. And I just want to like express again how uncomfortable I was inside the building at this point. I was not looking around. I had my head down. I was like holding hands with the two girls on either side of me. We're surrounding two other people that are holding the board with their fingers on the planchet. And then there are other girls like around doing things that are not participating, which was fine, but most of them were being quiet. One girl, Mary, I'm looking at you. 
she was saying something and like she wasn't being quiet and we kept going like stop like can you guys just shut up like (laughs) and I felt myself just go all right, well, I guess I'm just gonna have to make up for everybody else and be a little more open on this one. <laughs> 17 year old wisdom. First time away, remember? <laughs> Super smart. Oh my God. So I'm like, so into it. I don't remember what the fuck they were asking. I don't really remember the responses that we were getting. I just know that I was real quiet for a long time and vaguely remember hearing them ask stuff and I had my eyes closed the whole time and then there was a huge bang like (laughs) upstairs on the second or third floor like a door slammed and the board went flying and like I flew back (laughs) I flew back like my head went back and I came back forward and I just cried just bawled for like a minute or two straight I couldn't say anything I was just sitting there crying and I kept going you didn't say goodbye you didn't say goodbye and I was like freaking out and then then I was fine and then I stopped crying like it felt like something like pushed me back yeah um so I I was probably at least two minutes maybe it had been more I really am a bad judge of time as far as what was going on then but I remember all of a sudden I like got myself together and I felt fine and I sat up and I looked around and I felt great inside I could look anywhere in the building and I wasn't worried I was walking around looking at stuff like where I hadn't been the rest of the night before that staring at the staircase like I'm not worried about anything right now and then I went outside to try and have a cigarette and I was terrified outside what and I couldn't even finish my cigarette and went inside (laughs) so it was like this weird like 180 just from that that's that's nuts It, it was so strange um and the rest of the night we heard noises uh-huh. And the chains and like it sounded like people were walking up on the third floor, doors closing and this and that. And it's like a huge, huge mansion. Right. Um, so there were just, you couldn't pinpoint exactly where things were coming from um, unless it was directly above us. So we heard things on and off all night. And we found out, you know, it's at school and the girls' dorm is doing something. So the boys' dorms are going to hear about it. We found out the next day from security that like some of the boys had come in and were making some noises or whatever. Shut the fuck up. But the security guard was like, they were out before midnight. When did all this stuff start happening? It went on all night. Oh my God. So the security guard was like, they were not in there after whatever time. Um, So there were noises all night and there were weird Ouija board shit. (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah. But it was just... Like, yes, playing with the Ouija board and, like, having this emotional, like, cry afterwards and, like, feeling... That's totally weird and I don't know what the fuck happened. But I'm very clear about being so freaked out to look anywhere. Yeah. And then afterwards, I was just like, this might as well be my house. Wow. I'm not fucking scared of anything in here now. (laughs) 
if you have a scary story of your own that when you listen to us you think oh i should send my stuff in email us at the residuals podcast at gmail.com we also have instagram the underscore residuals underscore podcast and i think we have a twitter too don't we joy we do we definitely have a twitter it is at the residuals pod just that pod just that drop the cast for twitter we look forward to hearing from you yeah should we get back to the show oh heck yeah all right all right okay so i'm gonna tell you a story about college yes it was my senior year of university um the university I went to on the East Coast had a bad reputation of being a party school. Um, we, our Halloweens were, were huge. We were off of I-95 going right up and down the East Coast. So people would come, people would come down from New York to come for Halloween at our school. Whoa. We had that. we had the, we had, we were tear gassed <gasps> at Halloween. Oh my God. That's the kind of school I went to. So oh. you get the, we Not were number planned. one. No, we were number one on the Playboy party school list for a few years to the point that they had to disqualify us from being a contender. So that that was that. Um, but anyway, so I was on academic probation and eventually suspended for a semester because I put partying ahead of actually going to school. Mm-hmm. And so um, last year of school, I... I, it was the spring semester I was suspended for. So I went back. I did um, shit. I did 30 credits over summer school. And mm. then I did a, a full fall semester. So I moved into my own apartment that May, June time. And it was the first time I'd lived by myself. And what it was, it was an old craftsman-style home split into four apartments in the house and an ADU in the back, like a garage that had been made into an apartment. What's an ADU? Uh, I don't know. People, it's a, a something dwelling. It's a, it's like a guest house situation. Mm. I can't remember what like ADU. Hang on, let me Google it because I don't want to sound Aug- like a twat. Auxiliary domicile unit additional dormitory <laughs> unit <laughs> adjacent dwelling I still only come up with unit <laughs> oh no you're right it's accessory dwelling unit accessory okay Nothing, nothing like accessories in your house with a yes, guest house. It goes so well together. Um, yeah, <laughs> accessory dwelling unit. Who knew? Anyway, so I like learning the, things. Thank you. The more you know. So um, the way it was set up was front part of the house was an apartment. Middle was an apartment, back was an apartment, upstairs mm-hmm. apartment in the house, and then we had the back thing. So the way you went into the middle apartment, it was very odd. Um, the door from the outside, it went in and it was stairs up to the upstairs apartment, mm-hmm. straight ahead of you. To the left when you went in was the front door of the middle apartment, but to the right was the kitchen. So you had to come out your front door, walk across the hallway, go into the kitchen. So the kitchen, I lived in the back apartment. So the kitchen was right against my living room. 
It was just a really fucking odd house. Anyway, so shortly after I moved in, when you walked into my place, there was a tiny living room with a tiny kitchen. And then you walked through the living room and there was this massive fucking room. Like I'm talking 20 foot ceilings. It was insane. It was insane. And it was just a very odd setup. My bathroom was off that. And then my bedroom was off of that too. And the bedroom was also like a tiny, tiny low ceiling. It was just a very strange house. So when I first moved in, I started smelling burning smells. And I thought that my neighbor was just a really shit cook and kept burning (laughs) everything. Like it was not good. And so um, then I started having problems with my telly. Uh, Mm. Uh, randomly because it was uh it was 2000 i think 99 2000 so um you know you have a home phone and i had that motorola one like Mm -hmm. like the radio shack one that has like the rubber antenna and what have you and i would get really bad static on it really bad interference when i was on the phone you know which i didn't really think about because it's an old house figured it was dodgy wiring dodgy phone stuff so um, I got to know my neighbor. One night we're sitting out on the stoop having a drink. And I mentioned to her, Are you, have you been burning stuff in your kitchen? And she said, no, I, I thought it was you. <gasps> We'd both been smelling burning. Whoa. It wasn't us. wasn't any of the other neighbors. So then we just started, you know, we became good mates. I became good mates with her and, and the girl in the back apartment. And weird things started happening. So on the East Coast, in the area I was in the South, uh, because we were kind of co- close to the actual coastline itself, you would get bad electrical storms in the summer. It was fucking mm-hmm. humid. You always had 100% humidity. And in the summertime, that meant that we would have thunderstorms almost like daily. So at the time, I'd made... I was in a relationship with somebody who was in a jam band and I was so embarrassed. I would tell people that he was in a funk jazz fusion band. So <laughs> as you do. Um, and so, and <laughs> he lived on a school bus. Could it get any better? I don't know. Um, but he, he was also a painter. So I really like <laughs> I really like that the fusion you like that. what you it's went a, with instead of, it's like, this is just a, a rock jazz, band. No. It's a punk jazz fusion outfit, you guys. It's totally different. It's sophisticated. Um, so he would come and stay at my house for, you know, a, a week or so when they weren't playing frat houses. And um, and so, you know, he would paint in my house. He painted in oils exclusively because, you know, as you do. Um so I had his paintings around the house somewhere, you know, mid-process and others were completed. Um, and I would travel on the weekends to go and stay with him on the school bus. Um, I but can't when wait I, to talk to you about this more off the air. <laughs> listen, I wasn't making very good life decisions at the time, but that is... This was the same time for me. This was the same year that I was having telephone issues with ghosts and life choice problems. Yeah. Not my best thing. So anyway, um, Jesus, it's... uh, God, it really was 20 years ago, though. He was the one that I actually... He was the one that ended up stalking me. Oh, God. 
So uh, he was into. I don't. He rode in on. Yeah, fuck off on your school bus. Anyway, so I would go out of town on the regular to go stay on the school bus, and um, when I would leave town, I would close the blinds uh, by you know because I didn't want it. You know, I we had a we had absolute we had a fraternity house behind our house with a Mm. bunch of fuckwad shit bags and the fraternity itself has a horrific reputation nationwide for their behavior towards women especially so um even though we had a fence we had a lovely backyard they would come up our driveway all the time and use it as a shortcut to, Mm. to skip the additional 200 feet it would take for them to get to their house so you know we were a bunch of single girls living alone you know so anytime i'd go out of town i would close the blinds and stuff and i would unplug all of my electric so i'd unplug the telly Mm -hmm. things like that just because power surges it was an old house thunderstorms i do all that stuff too yeah so you know when i was home i'd go out with those girlfriends that i was neighbors with and so um it started happening that when I'd be back in town, they'd say to me, why didn't you come to the door the other night? We we were going out this weekend and we came to get you and you wouldn't answer the door. Are you all right? No idea what they're talking about. And I was like, well, I was out of town. They were like, no, you weren't. Yeah, yes, I was. Well, we saw your TV on through your blinds. We saw the flickering of the TV. So it escalated to them seeing a silhouette of someone standing in my kitchen window. Oh, my God. Looking into the back garden. Oh, my God. And shit started ramping up. And I started smelling cold cream just in the bedroom. I was smelling wow. cold cream. Which I don't use. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, and my neighbor. So our house, the way the house was, our apartments had been connected by a big hallway. And they'd closed off that hallway with just drywall. And mm-hmm. I had a big walk-in closet, and the back of that closet was drywalled, which was her hallway, went into her apartment. Okay. And she started waking up to see a young girl in a white nightdress walking down the hallway and past her bedroom. Whoa. I wasn't seeing anything. I was just smelling things. And it was starting to get really intense um, when it was leading up to graduation. Hold up. Is this single white apparition house? No. That no, was my it's dorm. not. That was my dorm. You had a roommate, year. right? Yeah. So, so this that was is the same school. Yeah, same school. Okay. So this was that was my dorm freshman year. This is an apartment on the other side of campus. Jesus. So shit started ramping up really bad, and I started feeling very uncomfortable in my home, um, in a not good way. Like it wasn't just like okay, there's someone else here and they don't mean anything, and it's or it's just like it's a residual memory the house is having. It was something that was happening that was ramping up, mm-hmm. and um, it got to the point that I came home one day from school, and the second I walked into the front door, my apartment felt really I did not feel safe. If that makes mm-hmm. sense, yeah. And I, you walked in, and um, I immediately got hit by the overwhelming aroma of flowers, roses. and so I was like I need to get out of here I do not feel safe and I ran to my bedroom and I had to to get through to get to my bedroom I had to run through that big room uh, with the high ceilings that was connected to my neighbor's apartment Mm -hmm. and that was where my 
horrific boyfriend at the time had his paintings hung and I realized that they were weeping oil and oil paintings don't do that and I've got mates that you know were art majors and they you know that's what their career is now is art and every single one of them has said that doesn't happen that just doesn't happen um and these are paintings that have been cured for a while and um it was the fall and so we would get ice storms and snow occasionally up there so there was no reason for it to be happening wasn't near a heat or nothing right and when i saw that i was just like i'm getting the fuck out of here it's like a horror movie it was awful joy and I went and stayed at my best mate Melvin's house for an entire week. I refused to go back. And he ended up going back to get me stuff that I needed. And he's he was a big skeptic. And he even said that he couldn't get out of there fast enough. So. Wow. I had to go back there and live. And the only thing that kept happening was the phone and the TV fritzing. But it was just, it was so uncomfortable for the next month before graduation. So I I graduated and I moved out and um, a friend of mine who now actually also has a podcast called What's Your Weird Story? And I was on there and I I know it's great. Um, His name is Adam. And I was actually on their podcast talking about it. He moved in immediately after I moved out. He had no experiences. None. Nothing. Um. I wonder if single white apparition followed you across campus. Well, here's what happened. Neighbor and I. I just don't trust that bitch. (laughs) (laughs) So my neighbor and I ended up going to the library because this is before, you know, the Internet. The only thing I really used the Internet was for Napster and downloading viruses onto my computer. (laughs) Because what else are you going to do? So... We went to the library and we started looking up the history of our town. Mm. And what we found was it was a hotbed for revivals back in the day, religious revivals. The fraternity house behind us was originally a big house that was lived in by one of the main revivalist leader things. And our house was original. Our house was built like in the 20s or 30s or some Mm. shit like that. Um, And so we found that there had been a fire in that general area and most likely our house had been one of the houses that had been on fire, which was why we were smelling burning is what we came to the general consensus of. My best friend from high school, who I'm still good friends with, uh, the summer between our junior and senior year of high school, the guy that she was dating at the time, who was a lovely guy, uh, was unfortunately killed in a car accident. And so, you know, this was the year before we went to college. And so year and a half later, we're both in school. And she has a dream one night that she's at a friend's fraternity house. And someone comes to her and they say, hey, this guy downstairs says that he's friends with you. And she goes downstairs and she sees someone standing with their back to her and they're surrounded by all these guys at this house talking. And he turns around and he says, yeah, you know me, don't you? And it's her boyfriend who had passed away. It was a very vivid dream. So she oh told me about God. this dream and I was like, oh, that's nuts. A week later, I have the identical dream. Ooh. But the person who turns around is someone that I don't recognize. 
it's a guy with he's got short dark hair he's caucasian he's wearing a navy blue crew neck sweater with a white collared shirt underneath it but he's got a really nice kind face and he turns around and says yeah you know me emily don't you and i woke up oh my god just confused i didn't know what had happened so that weekend, I go out on a bit of a bender um, and I meet another group of girls who live in my dorm and we end up going back to their room to hang out. And um, this girl, whose room it was, is still one of my best friends to this day. She's lovely. And we're talking and I look over on her window ledge and there's a picture of a guy with short dark hair who's Caucasian <gasps> wearing a navy blue crew neck sweater Shut with a white collared shirt. And it's him from my dream. And I'd never been in her room before. I'd only just met her. And it was her friend who that summer, so it would have been maybe three, four months prior, had been killed in a really unfortunate and quite tragic manner. Oh, my God. And he'd come to me in my dream. It was, yeah. So that happened. (laughs) Talking about that. Yes. So dorm, same dorm. Same place, same room I had the dreams in. Yes. My roommate would wake up to hear me having one-sided conversations with somebody. This went on for like two weeks. Mm-hmm. Very clear conversations. And she'd be like, who were you talking to on the phone? I'm like, um, no, I wasn't. I was having dreams that there was a girl sitting on the end of my bed wearing a white dress who was showing me snapshots of my day, asking me about the people that I'd been with so being like hey so who was this person that you were talking to on the quad oh what is that okay cool so who is this person like getting into are we saying dreams in quotes on this one yeah this went on for about two weeks because and every day every night I would dream that she was sitting on the bed showing me snapshots of dream though well here here's the thing Uh so there was a girl on my floor who was a bit of a woo-woo, hippie type, uh-huh. which I wasn't used to at the time because I'd only been in America for two years at that point. Oh, you poor thing. Mm. <laughs> but so she, we'd become friends and I finally told her about my dreams and she's like, you do, I'm sorry, I feel like such a wanker. You do know that my parents are shamans. Sorry, it's not funny, but it was apparently true. We just and lost I was all like, of our shaman I know. listeners. Oh, God, sorry guys, crystals. Um, but listen, I, hold on. Wait, don't let Emily fool you. She texted me. Oh, do I have to put my crystals out tonight when the full moon was out? So like, wait, when I mean, my, she does, she don't okay, let her fine. fool you. And I have my, t- <laughs> she's wearing crystals right now. I am. Shut up, Joy. Just God. She's one of you. Fine. I'm one of one of us. Yeah, whatever. She's one of us. It's I fine. am. I'm one of you. I have so many fucking crystals. It's I know ridiculous. You do. I just don't bathe them. I'm just like. Mm. I know. I like to put them out in the moonlight, and then I light different candles for different things. Fine. Did I admit you, it. Have you ever seen that meme that it's something about like, you know, other witches, and it's like, make sure you close this and you do that and you clean this before you cast a spell, and the other one that's like wipes Cheeto dust off. All right, sluts, let's go. Yep. <laughs> probably us <laughs> go ahead okay so i tell her about my dreams and she looks very concerned and she says to me you know that's not a dream you're having right and i was like wait what do you mean and she's 
there had been a girl on our campus who had died two years prior. Mm. Um, and she believed that it was that girl who had lived in campus housing, not our dorm, but one of the um, close by dorms. And she thought it was her um, trying to live through, continue living somewhat through my day to day experiences, mm-hmm. so to speak. And so she had to do a cleansing. I was going to say, or she's trying room. to take you over so I she don't, knows yeah, everything. I don't know, man. But who was this you were talking right. to in the quad, Who MLA? was this? Who's this batch? Mm. So, yeah. Single so. white apparition. <laughs> <laughs> we just trademarked that. No one, no one touched it. We just, we trademarked it. Coming to a theater near you. In case you weren't sure of what the title of this episode would be. Single white apparition. <laughs> Ding, ding, ding. Oh, that's it. I found it. Um, yeah, so she lit a bunch of white candles, broke out the sage in the Palo Santo. Yeah. And did, did you do salt in the corners? I don't, honestly, I was drinking a lot back then, Joy. I do not really remember much of what happened outside of this because it was terrifying. Fair. Um, but yeah, no, she did a big cleansing ceremony and the dreams stopped immediately that night. I did not have any more dreams with this girl. Wow. But yeah, my roommate was convinced that I was running up our phone bill in the middle of the night because she would wake up and hear me having a very clear one-sided conversation. Wow. Well, that was a trip down memory lane, Joy. Mm-hmm. That was, it kind of, I, I love listening to those stories and us telling them because it's us sitting at our kitchen tables next to each other and talking to each other and telling them. And that was when we first started this and we didn't really know where it was going to go and um look how far we've come baby <laughs> look at us now excuse me <laughs> while i go into the middle of the street spin around and throw my hat in the air like exactly Moore. i know it's really wild thinking about it um, yeah it's just i don't know i like I don't know everything just fell into place i know i say it whenever we like talk about it but everything fell into place so nicely and it's been yeah. easy and, you know, it's been really fun. And I mean, you know, you're, you're all right. I like you, I guess. You're fine. I, I'm sure. okay. Hang, you're fine to hang out with, I guess. You're fine for not an American. Th- thank you so much. Actually, I'm technically, I'm half American. My mother's You're fine American. for only half an American. Thank you very much. Yeah. Sure, I mean, sure. and, and you're all right for someone from Connecticut. Um, yeah, it's true. Cause yeah, you know, you're right. No, like I. <laughs> I love that. I I love that, you know, you know, not only do I get to do this with one of my close friends, but it's also been, you know, I don't know. This is a really fun adventure to be on with you. Um, Agreed. And of all people, I wouldn't want it to be with anybody else. I, I, lo- I love it. It's so much fun. I do too. Stop making me feel feelings. Anyway. Stop. Okay. So- you know, there's this thing that we do at the end of every episode where Emily makes us say what we're grateful for. Yeah. So, Emily, uh, what are you grateful for this week? You know what? As it's the end of year one, I'm going to do an end of year wrap up gratitude. All right. Uh, well, this year has been. Uh, we watched the show Bluey. And as Bingo would say, it's been trifficult. It's been a trifficult year. Um, and you know what? 
we're here at the end and we've made it through. We've gone through, you know, um, gone to, through some health things some, and yeah. just a few. Some. And um, unfortunately, recently losing people um, who I love dearly. And it has been a year that um, I'm thankful for my family's health. I'm thankful that my five-year-old is now able to be fully vaccinated. Mm -hmm. I'm thankful that my tiny familial unit here, we're okay, we're healthy, we're safe, we're together. We have a roof over our heads. And, um, you know, family... If anything, this year really made me realize the importance of family um, yeah. and friends, family of choice as well. Uh, family of origin can be very, very difficult. So, you know, just family in whatever shape or form you find it. Um, yeah, I just feel hope leaving this year for for really fun things to happen next year and just in gratitude for for my families yeah what about you josephine um well my mom and my brother are here visiting and uh i'm very thankful for that because i haven't seen either of them in over two years mm. and it's definitely the longest i've ever gone mm-hmm. by exponentially large amounts of not seeing them. Mm-hmm. Um, but really and truly in holiday season fashion, I am endlessly thankful for eggnog um, <gasps> and all the wonderful things it does for me. I okay. mean, it goes in my coffee. I put some Sambuca in it the other day. Um, you know, it can be ice cream, whipped cream, you know. Jesus Christ, that's like just, some shrimp shit from yeah, man. Forrest Gump. Yeah, man. I, okay. I love eggnog. So okay. um, until next time. Age <laughs> <laughs> your sofa. <laughs> oh, and, and maybe uh, we'll see you next year. We'll see you next year. Throw some confetti. Run around with your shirt off and get excited that it's the new year. <laughs> Pop a cork. Do some shit. Age <laughs> that sofa. And don't be afraid of the dark. But I will. Oh, Bye. Bye. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Bye-bye. 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 Bye. 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 All right. Bye. 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 Oh, fuck off 2021. Who is this that we're talking to in the quad? Who is this? Who is this bitch?